Hello everyone and welcome back. I am Summer. I am a holistic health educator, a women's wellness advocate, and a facilitator of empowerment. And I'm super excited to have you guys here today. And I'm going to pass it to you, to my girl right now so she can tell you who she is. Hi, I am Marae, um, a traveler, a lover, of, a lover of all things discovery and um, adventure. And I am a digital nomad coach. My biggest passion at the moment um, is helping other driven entrepreneurial women to become a full-time digital nomad so they can travel full-time just like I've been able to, which is a fantastic way of living. Because yes, why should we be in one place when we could be everywhere? Yes. <laughs> Girl, and uh, you know it's really crazy because we met a few years ago working at a restaurant that we random, like so random that we both hated I, th- yeah. I think well when I met you I didn't hate it yet because I had just started um but <laughs> it was a week later that I started hating it right um but you know it's funny how life works sometimes that you know they said the saying goes you don't get what you want you get what you need and we both were doing that job for whatever reason that we needed at the, at the time, but it led to this friendship, which has manifested into a beautiful abundance of creativity and work and just awesomeness throughout the years. Yeah. Um, and so we decided to start this little side project that we've been working on for a lot longer than we thought. Like we thought at this time, this would already be like launched and out there. But again, you always get what you need. Yeah, and I think the fact that it's taken us this little a little longer to get it together, it's gonna make it that much more awesome later. Well, let's on. be real. We started when you were about to have your baby, then you had your baby, so obviously you had Alaska at that point, and it was like, okay, well now we have to like get this <laughs> the first part of space. Um, I don't know why I always thought that after having the baby, it was gonna be I was gonna have more time. Yeah. Cause I was not a mom yet, you know, like, so like when I was like 75 months pregnant and I could barely breathe through a whole video, like it was like, oh, you know, once I'm done with this, once the baby comes out, I'll be able, able to, once the baby I'll be able to. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, there's a baby. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm further along in the parenting, the mama part of this webinar or this uh, podcast, but the time shifts and changes. And so that was one thing I learned when I became a mom was like, aligning what I want, which is actually our topic today. How about I segue that? I didn't even try. Uh, (laughs) I'll just go ahead and dive in and then we'll continue that conversation. Um, Today, we're going to talk to you guys about balance versus alignment. Okay. First, Marae said that we met a few years ago, which is true. And why we decided to do this podcast is because we're super passionate about helping other women, moms specifically, balance, but that's a bullshit word, align their work, their entrepreneurship, their passion, their family, and being a mom and being healthy because, you know, that's, you can't have any of that if you don't, if you're not well. So that's why this topic is really important, balance versus alignment. And I hate the word balance. Um, There's an oil that I love that's called balance. It's good for grounding, but that's different. well, I think the problem with the word balance, I used to love the word balance until recently when I, when we started having this conversation. And I think the problem with a lot of these words that initially we are okay with or enjoy or like or agree with or resonate with us, they get blown out of proportion by either social media or media in general or the overuse and misuse of the word that, you know, like, for example, I, I feel like a phony saying namaste. And I used to love saying namaste, but now it has become this high whole cult thing where like 
And it's like, you don't even know what that stands for because how could you say not? Anyway, so the, the point is balance used to be a word that I used to love using, but now it's like, well, now it's being used for almost anything and everything. And the last thing you have is balance. Yeah. Well, and the idea of balance, if you just close your eyes and envision what balancing is, it's a teeter totter. Like it's mm-hmm. never going to, and maybe you have that magical mystical moment where everything is like, oh, but at some point something's going to fall. So if you shift that, because that's not easy. I mean, life isn't easy, but if we work to stay in alignment, then we're better able to, to manage and navigate mamahood entrepreneurship, our health, our other relationships, all of the stuff that comes with this because we're not trying to add another thing to the scale. Right. Yeah. Um, so I have very specific ideas about this topic. I am not really a yoga teacher anymore, but I taught yoga for a while. And alignment, when I thought of alignment, was all about body, right? But it's body, mind, and spirit when you think of yoga in and of itself. Um but what is the point of that, right? Like, why are you balancing your mind? Why are you balancing your heart? You're like, you're just you. Well, you have to know where you start. And I think the first place is to start with understanding and getting clear about what your values are, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what you value, how are you going to align anything with it? You have nothing to plug into, right? right? Yeah. And I think that also goes with like, you know, um, as you become a mother, like a lot of us start a journey of entrepreneurship or, you know, this like ownership of what you want to do and who you want to be before we become parents. But a lot of us start that after we become parents. And I think for a woman, because we, we wear so many hats and, and traditionally we've always worn so many hats. Right. I think I think the word balance creates this kind of stigma where you're supposed to somehow manage all of these tasks at the same time and find your ground. And and I think I think the misconception is that that place exists because in reality what you have to do is align yourself not anybody else with the the things that are important to you with uh, a a ladder of or um of layers of importance right so like for 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 me right now like we had this conversation like a couple days ago when i was having the worst day ever um (laughs) and you know you asked me a simple question what's most important to you and you know the funny thing is that the first thing out of my mouth is my daughter it's my daughter Right now, the most thing, the most important thing, anything in my life is my daughter. Five months ago, it was a different, it was a different answer, you know? And I think as we become who we are, whether it's in business or in personal life or in motherhood, you know, it's important to continue checking with ourselves and aligning ourselves with who we are right now, because who we are right now and what's important to us right now, is not necessarily the same answer that we're going to have five months from now. I love that you gave that example because your daughter is four months old. My daughter is almost 14. So while my daughter is still like my number one priority, the way I have to, or I get to interact with that priority is totally different. Like she's not feeling well today. And where is, if Alaska wasn't feeling well, she would be like on the boob. (laughs) You would be like, she would be touching you. And so clothes older, you know, she's fine, like watching Netflix all day and like taking whatever I give her and understanding logically, like what's needed to feel better. Whereas Mm -hmm. your child isn't there yet. So while we have the same value family, the way we prioritize what needs to happen, like I'm doing this podcast right now and she's in her room chilling out. Like, I know she's good. I checked on her right before. She's totally fine. I'm not stressed about that. 
Whereas right. if our tables, if it was turned, you would probably be like, we can't do this today. Not even that. I just heard a music turn on and I was like, is he putting her to bed? Is she okay? <laughs> she's not, like, you know what I mean? Like my brain is like. <laughs> right. So we have this, like our value is the same, but how we have to align it with what's happening in our life, how we integrate that value into our, our daily existence, it changes because we evolve and change. And I think that that's what people forget. Like you can still be super about your family. Like that's number one. But the degrees by which, like you were saying, that you are immersed in it changes. Mm -hmm. And we forget that as moms sometimes that it's okay to like be. And that's why the word alignment is so much better than balance. Because if you're balancing all the trays out, like you're a server or you're balancing two trays or something like that, you got to give them enough, like the same amount of importance. Yeah. just because something is important does not mean that it requires, like you're saying, the same amount of attention. You're, you don't love your daughter less because she's 14. You don't care about her less because she's 14. It's just the amount of attention that you have to give her is less than if she was four months old, right? I mean, logically speaking, you know? Right, right. And so I think that's why the word alignment is so important. You know, it's funny because up until today, I haven't really internalized like what it entails, you know, because I've been actually like troubleshooting this in my head for the past few days, like thinking, you know, about balance, balance, because I feel very much out of balance. But the reason I feel so much out of balance, I realized in our talk uh, a few days ago, <laughs> is because I am not, I haven't done a check-in with myself in a long time to see where I stand and what's important to me now. Right. A lot of the times I think, and, and maybe this is not just something that happens to me, maybe it's a thing that comes with motherhood, right? Um, it's almost like you brand yourself. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I'm supposed to do, what I'm supposed to love, what I'm supposed to, how I schedule my life. And then one day you wake up and you're like, who's this? What is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And we identify with these labels that we've either given ourselves, oh, let me turn that off, given ourselves or um, people have given us society, you know, life has given us. And then we can't like, we like lock ourselves into it. And that's not reality, you know, like the seasons change, life change, you're in a different season of life. So what I would encourage you, myself, anybody who's kind of questioning where they stand right now in alignment, are they, is to write down what you value, <laughs> like be very specific. And, and a good way to do this is to look at things that are important to you, not just in your personal life, but companies that you like what they're doing, right? Because, you know, that's another form of alignment is do you value the way that you're, where your money's going, that kind of thing. Um, your health, if, you, if you're if you here, you know, <laughs> this is a wellness podcast, you probably have at least a little inclination of how that you want to feel good. So what does that look like? In your case right now, that looks like kind of paring down in certain places. And for me, that's ramping up in certain places because we're in different seasons but we're still in alignment with who we are you like think of the spine right yeah I had, a, I had a freak out this past week because i was like well you know i just i wake up and all i want to do is nothing <laughs> i'm like what is wrong with me and then you know i started thinking about why and i was like well i haven't slept properly in a few weeks i have a brand new baby that's demanding not just my attention but my body attention mm-hmm. and and my mind is literally split between what I think I should be doing, what I think I want to be doing based on what I used to like to, to do yeah. and, and where I have to be physically and mentally right now. And the guilt that comes from even just having my thoughts now not be 
physically and 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 you know mentally here right and like i had this moment of what if you're just meant to do this right now what if it's okay to spend two three weeks doing nothing right mm -hmm. what if it's okay because i think what happens is we get so used to working in autopilot even the ones of us that are lucky enough to be able to choose what we do for a living and how we spend our days and how we structure our days inevitably we get into this sort of routine and autopilot and we forget that it's okay to stop and say stop like mm -hmm. it's okay to stop you know like the world is gonna keep because that's the thing that happens to me a lot of the time right and i think it is a lack of alignment because i feel like if i stop for a second if i stop for a day it's like everything's gonna crumble yeah. and then i wake up the next day and i'm like oh it's still there <laughs> um yeah well i think that comes to the second point we were gonna make was that you know once you have your values then you can prioritize those values like like We'll use our daughters as another as that example. Like we're prioritizing that in a different way. Not that it's not the most important thing in our life, but we're we're prioritizing it in a way that makes sense for our lives because mm -hmm. we're different. Even though we both like work for ourselves, we like we do our own thing. Um, we can be fluid in that. We're in totally different season. We're in different parts of the world. <laughs> different different people. Yeah. So and that's another thing. It's like. Because I, I have been, this is another conversation for another day, but I have been nibbling a lot at comparison and jealousy and where that leads. Because I've been, honestly, I've been thinking a lot about this whole, you know, alignment versus um, balance thing, because I have been feeling so out of whack lately. And I think the reason, the actual reason is because I am trying to balance myself out with who I was versus who I am. Like, I yeah. think I think I'm gonna take today to actually like 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 you're suggesting you know, write down what what are like what's important to me right now yeah. because I think I think the permanence of deciding who you are and what's important to you is also what scares most of us. It's almost like you feel like well because right now what's important to me is I don't know losing 20 pounds or getting my hair to look good or feeding my daughter or cleaning the house or having a beautiful yard that has to be what's gonna be important to you 10 years down the line. But we're always growing we're always changing yeah. right? and when like i don't know two years ago what mattered to me was getting enough likes on my photos right now what matters to me is connecting with people on dms right and this is so silly but i'm really into the whole you know social media i mean that's part of what i teach so so if you put it in simpler terms it's really more about that connection i think that happens on a personal level as well know yourself and then you know what right? to align with yeah if you don't know yourself i mean i think it's a good call to do that every you know depending on what season like you're in this season with a really small person <laughs> that's gonna change her she's gonna grow so rapidly so quick like i feel with chloe she's you know been pretty self-sufficient for a while so i don't have to come back to that that question of prioritizing that value right um and work has become much more important to me even though i value like hard work and all of that it, it looks different now right. um it's okay. Like I, I just feel like I always have to tell women that it's okay. It's right. okay. Um, yeah. So I, just feel like, I feel like as a gender, um, because of where we're at in the progress of who we are as people, right. And everything that we've developed and come to terms with in the past 100 years, really, mm -hmm. um, we're still the anomaly, right. We're uh, still, we're still the, less than 1% that get to choose their schedules and be fluid with their days and get to choose their priorities and how to handle them and get 
access really to this kind of information and this super valuable belief that we can choose and we can align ourselves and we can make these decisions, right? Like no matter how much we talk about this, like at the end of the day, we are in a very privileged position where we get to do this or know that we can do this. Because a lot of people don't even know. Like when I talk to my mom about these these, these concepts to her, it's like, you know, and I remember I found myself when Alaska was like maybe two, three weeks old. I remember I found myself taking extra time in the shower. And later I said to my mom, you know, I I got a little break today because I showered and I took a little longer and I stopped myself. And I was like, that is not going to be my story. Mm -hmm. That cannot be my story because I don't want my daughter to grow up. And see me, like, I want her to see me thriving in my body, in my life, in my career, in whatever I choose to do. Yeah. Because they're going to mimic what we do, what they see us doing, you know? 100%. So I, think, I think for us parents, the clarity is so much more there when we think of what they're seeing. Because mm-hmm. when I think of myself and putting myself last, it's like, ah, whatever. But when you told me the other day, is that how you would talk to your daughter? I was like. Which let's just say, Maria, you, Maria, you said that to me first, like, yeah. I don't even remember how long it goes. You're like, why are you talking to my friend like that? I was like, yeah, it was right. a, my, I, that a mind blowing emoji. That's like what I felt like. Yeah. And yeah, I just threw your word. Fire. I'm so glad that resonated so much with you because I've, I've told a couple of people and I always tell Roger, I'm like, are you talking shit about my husband? <laughs> For real? No, it's true. And when you say that to people, they're like, oh. Well, I never really thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, and your daughter is going to watch. She's going to see. She's going to repeat. I mean, I even think about this with food. When you think of wellness, like I've been in the wellness world for a while. And I remember when Chloe was little, like there were things that I was like, no, you can't. You can have a little bit of that. Not because I was trying to deprive her, but like teaching her, you know, what a healthy plate looks like. Yeah, have this and then have that. Like, don't just like eat the sugar. And I remember my husband being like, oh, you know, she's going to figure it out. Like, just just go with it. And I'm like, no, like she needs to learn. Like, I have to teach her. Of course, if we have Cheetos in the house, she's going to learn that Cheetos are okay." (laughs) So now she's like way healthier than me. She's the one that's like, mom, don't order takeouts. (laughs) Like we have everything to make exactly what you want in a healthy way. And I'm like, oh, yeah, dang, it's like coming back around us. But because I valued, you know, whole foods, real foods when she was little, that doesn't mean she was perfect. Oh my God. Homegirl was like mac and cheese, like all kids, except now she can't have dairy or gluten. So I don't know what to say about that. This moment, that's for another topic. But now she's like super aware, you know, and she chooses to eat dessert and she knows, okay, like I've had this much sugar today. Like this is what sugar does to my body. So this is why this is a choice. And I'm like watching that dialogue happen going crazy. What? And my husband just looks at me. He's like, whoa. (laughs) That's crazy to me. You know, Roger, my husband does that to me. He he loves to eat and he's, he's really more about the amount of food he eats. So when we eat plant-based, which now it's all the time, but before it was like, he was like totally against it, you know? Um, and he realized that he could eat as much as he wanted in his opinion. Um, well, you, it, can't eat, you can't eat enough broccoli, you know? Right. This is true. Um, but, you know, there are a lot of the foods that I make are plant-based, but they still have a lot of sugar, a lot of fat, a lot of, you know. But in any case, he, you know, like today in the morning, I was like, what should we eat for breakfast? And he was like, I'll make those pan- I make these pancakes with just like, I put the oats and I put a banana and I put chia and flax and the chia and the flax make him like 
like yellow like inside and they're just phenomenal and his his pancakes you know and he eats five of these pancakes whereas regular pancakes he would only eat like two you know what i mean and so it's crazy seeing how other people perceive the values that we instill in them when in ourselves right because i think it's all about being proactive in, in setting the rules of how you want to live, right? Like right. setting the rules of what's important to you. So later on, you kind of have a guide and you're allowed to change those rules. You're allowed to morph into whoever you want. But I think it's kind of like setting yourself up for success, right? If you, de- if you define what's important to you and you make a guideline for yourself, then it's a lot easier to follow that than to just kind of feel scattered trying to remember where you stand. Right. Well, and that brings me to the final point that we wanted to make today was that we're really good at these segues, not even doing it on purpose, ladies, um, is to not sabotage yourself. So incorporate everyday practices like having healthy food options, like cooking in that way, or um, not getting in the habit of scrolling on your phone or, um, you know, whatever, you know, making wine a habit at the end of the day. I'll admit, like, during COVID, that was like my go-to. And I had to like go, what am I doing? Like, I'm totally- Are you not drinking wine anymore? I'm not for a while. We're in this major transition. I know, I love red wine. Like everyone knows this. I'm like, I love wine. Um, We have a lot going on and it was just, it was be sabotaging like all of this stuff because, you know, a couple glasses is fine, but it's, you know, is it necessary if I do the, is it supporting what I'm trying to do right now? Yeah, it's great. I love cooking with it, but like, I'm not even really cooking like everybody else is doing it. So, you know, we're um, at the time that we're recording this, we're getting ready to move and I'm launching a new program. And so like, there's all of this stuff. So if I'm like focused on like having, and and I love wine for like the process, the ritual of it. So if like I'm focused on that, I can't focus on this other stuff. So that would be sabotaging what's happening. You know, Um, that doesn't mean that, that having that is a bad thing. Just like, you know, if you want to tune out on your phone, yeah, tune out on your phone. But when it becomes a habit, like if you want family dinner to be a thing, which I think is a beautiful way to, to end the day with is with your family that way, then you have to say no phones at the table. You know, like if you, Otherwise, you're sabotaging that whole value of I want or that priority of having a family meal together where you're interacting. So I think incorporating everyday practices that support your values and your priorities um, and be real about what's actually happening, like taking Mm -hmm. responsibility for the part you play in that sabotaging. Because I'll admit, like, I'm the worst at sabotaging myself. Like, we all are, right? If something's going great, depending on what your thing is, and you are, you, you go back to that, like, well, this worked before, I mean, like the devil, you know, versus the you're, one. You're saying all these things. And I'm, the reason I'm so quiet is because I'm like, huh, that's exactly what I do. And of course we all do it. And of course, you know, you do it. But when you talk to, it's funny because we talk all the time. We're not all, not as much as I would love to talk, but I know. we talk we have often. House together. I know, right? But every time we talk, it's like, yeah, you know, and I, I wonder, I wonder anybody, uh, everybody listening to this, if they have this moment in, in, in our episodes where like halfway through it, they're like, huh, because, because it is a universal truth, right? We all sabotage, we do it, self-sabotage is a big thing. Um, yeah. Just like the imposter syndrome, which for me was like, this is a thing that everybody else experiences too. I thought it was just me. <laughs> 
now everybody yeah it's funny and it manifests in different ways like sometimes it's work sometimes it's relationships sometimes it's with your health like your foods sometimes it's with um you know a spiritual practice like if that's a priority for you how are you sabotaging that you know like there it pops up so yeah no i think i think uh, i think the takeaway from for, for this episode is definitely that if what you're aiming for is to have to be aligned with what matters to you first you have to define what that is second of all you have to create a plan right so like write it down put it on your phone whatever it is right it's kind of like um the vision boards like what if we did vision boards for how we wanted this chapter of our lives to be because we're always making vision boards for our wishes and hopes and dreams for the future for our business for a new car but what if we made a vision board of who we want to be how we want to feel about ourselves because that's what we never i feel like like you never hear people talking about i want to feel about myself in a loving and empowering way i want to right now right so it's not that difficult and it's not that different than setting a goal for the future because this goal is actually attainable today if you tell yourself that let's say you're valuable the most valuable thing you have is your family and you want to start having more uh, connection with your family you can start by you know setting a little ritual like let's say family dinner every night with no phones or every day I take 20 minutes of an interrupted time and I have done an effect to my daughter or my husband. Or you know what? I need a little bit more calm and I want to feel more grounded in my own home. So maybe you start gardening and hanging out with your plants instead of watching TV, whatever, right? Like there's a million things and ways that we can come forward for ourselves and empower ourselves. Like we don't need to wait until something catastrophic happens, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's right here. It's today. It's right now. It's right now. It's, I always go back to that Rent song, you know. Uh, there's only this. There's only now. I can't think of the name of it. I'll, I will, I will link it. <laughs> I find it. It's great. Um, but so just to recap, so get clear on your values, prioritize those values and don't sabotage them no. and be okay with, you know, that it, it's not going to be perfect. That's what yeah, I'll be with the progress. Be okay with the progress because in the process as well, because I think for me, one thing that always bumps me out is like, for example, I say, I'm going to work out every day. And then I wake up and I can't work out because Alaska woke up and I'm like, oh, couldn't work out. Girl, you still have all day. You can do squats in the kitchen while you wait for things to get cooking. Like you might not be able to take your 30 minutes and go to the gym, but if you start doing squats right now, when you finally make it to the gym, you're going to feel much better. So mm-hmm. be real. Like if, if, yeah. if things are really a priority for you, maybe you want to go ahead and spend 30 minutes of talk with your husband every night. And today you got a work call, but you did five minutes and then tomorrow you do 10 and slowly. Right. I mean, yeah. we're so patient with our dogs when they're learning with our babies. Cause I think about, I think about my, my relationship with my daughter and my dogs right now. Like, yeah, so many times I just want to throw a dog out the window. You know, I love my dogs, but sometimes I'm like, the dog is barking and the baby's crying, you know, and I'm so patient and so kind to both my dogs and my daughter. Even when I think there's nothing left in me, but a scream, mm-hmm. why can't I do that with myself? That's you need to value. Yeah. It's a practice. <laughs> it is. It's all a practice. Yeah. So if you are feeling any of this that we're talking about today and you can relate to anything we've said, and you know somebody that you think can relate to this, any other awesome mama that could be struggling with balancing, aka the new word that we're using, aligning <laughs> herself with her awesome life, go ahead and tag her in the comments below. 
and let us know what you thought of this topic. How do how, how do how does this resonate with you? We definitely want to hear everybody uh, everybody else's experience because we can't be the only ones, right? No. <laughs> I don't. I mean, no. <laughs> We're gonna end it there. Bye, guys. We'll see you. Find out. Bye.